minute that that happened, it was totally full of grown men sobbing their eyes out. <laughs> and I was like 20, a 23 year old assistant manager, really did not know what to do with that. We are Jana Puisher, Nat Morrison, and Mark Hobley. We are three friends that find ourselves working in the hospitality industry for a pretty much last decade now. We decided to create this podcast to start a conversation about amazing people who work with us. Now, this industry has such a mixed reputation, and we really want to clear all that up. Now, we've all grown and developed while working in pubs, and we love it. And we can't wait to tell you all why. So please leave us a review and subscribe for more chats with truly inspiring people. You can find us at Instagram at City Division Podcasts or use our hashtag City Division Podcast to say hey, suggest guests and ask questions. Okay, so we are here today with Sally. Sally, welcome to City Division Podcast. Thank you. Sally, do you want to just introduce yourself? I do. I'm Sally Baker. I'm head of people for the City Division. Um, City, as you will know, being one of four divisions in Mitchells and Butlers, so we look after Uber One, Browns, Castle and Nicholson's. Marvellous, thank you very much. So, say just before we get started, we're just going to do a bit of a quick fire round, just okay. to warm things up a little bit, <laughs> get to know you a little bit better. So, a couple of quick questions. First one, texting or talking? Talking, okay. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Popular choice, okay. Favourite day of the week? I'm going to go Wednesday, Ooh, actually. Oh, I quite like a Wednesday peak of the week. Yeah. Because, you know, you kind of think, well, okay, we're halfway through, we're on the right <laughs> side of the weekend. So, yeah, I quite like a Wednesday. <laughs> I, <hate that. laughs> I like that. Okay, bit of a random one here. Mm. Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? <laughs> <laughs> Left bit of a curveball. Brilliant, I love that. Um, I would really love to be able to speak every language in the world. Yeah, that Why would be that? my choice. Um, I love languages, and I studied them at school, um, and then and now I'm useless at them. So I can get by. I can get by in French, Spanish, and German wow. probably. That's amazing. But only usually after I've had a couple of beers. <laughs> I think we all think we can do a couple of beers. Fluent. Quite basic, but I did study all of those. I studied French and Spanish until sixth form at school. So I really wish I could. I was better at languages. Yeah. I'm not that bothered about. It. I've got cats. Who wants to talk to cats? <laughs> oh, Natalie, Natalie does. Natalie I'm so glad we're talking about cats. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going to move on very quickly yeah, to the next one. <laughs> right, <laughs> Sally, if you could travel back in time, what period would you go to? Oh, that's such a good question. What period would you go that's to? That's going to stump people that one a little bit. That is, isn't it? That is a yeah. That's quite a tough one. In any any period of history, yeah, anyone you want, anyone you want. Okay. <laughs> Just the first thing that pops into your mind. Okay. Well, first, I think I would have really liked to have been um, an adult in the like late sixties, early seventies. <gasps> I think I would have really liked to have been that. I was born in the seventies. Not a good time to be a child, according to my childhood <laughs> photos. I have to say, but I think as an adult, <laughs> I think it would have been quite a fun period of time to live through. So yeah. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. That's a great answer. Um, another little curveball for you, Sally. Mm-hmm. If Voldemort offered you a hug, would you accept? <laughs> I can't believe you even said his name. Oh, no. <laughs> so, if he who must not be named offered you a hug, would you accept? No. No, categorically. No, categorically, no. That's a hard no from That's Sally. That's a hard no. Okay, next question. Would you want to live forever? No. No, me neither. I don't neither. think so. I feel like the sort of the, the first thought in your head is, well, not but actually no I don't think so I don't think so mm-hmm. 
I don't think so. No. And did anyone else think they would want no, to? No, I think we're so worried about the future. It's quite scary to actually, <laughs> yeah. we get to actually see what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see that. No, I want to see the future, but I don't want to be around for the future. Yeah. So. I also wouldn't want to be the only person yeah, I knew exactly. that lived That's forever. That's what we're thinking. Really Everyone weird, lived forever. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's yeah. just keep but on If you're going. the only person, it'd be terrible, wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 I think it's quite almost comforting to know that there is the end at some point. Right, we're, like we're, we're going down a bit of a morbid kind of A little bit of uh, Nicholism here from Yana, that's great. <laughs> Honestly, like to know. Final question in the quick okay. fire round. Favourite burger, Sally? Favourite burger? I do love a bacon cheeseburger. Mm. I don't eat burgers very often, but when I do, I kind of think, well, you might as well make the most of it and just go the whole whack. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what, that's what I, I think. I think that would be mine as well, bacon and cheese, classic. Yeah, classic. Everything you need. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a of this. Right, okay, awesome, thank you. No so, uh, just moving into about your role then. Yeah. If an eight-year-old asked you what you did for a living about your job role, how would you explain it to them? I oh, see. Now, and I have an eight-year-old, so uh, this okay. is... Uh, <laughs> do they understand what you do? No. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. I must just tell you a funny story, which doesn't have to be included in here, but at one point in previous life, I was the chairperson for a charity, and when my eldest son, who's 15 now, well, nearly 15, was about seven or eight he didn't realise for a really long time that that didn't mean that when there was a meeting, I unstacked and stacked the chairs. Oh, <laughs> Genuinely I thought that, that I was the chairperson of the meeting. <laughs> so that was a relatively easy one to unravel. What I do, probably for an eight-year-old, not. Although I probably would say to them, what I do is I look after, I don't know, best part of 300 pubs. They know what a pub is, yeah. which is all good. So uh, <laughs> well. they get that. Um, and... Uh, me and my team look after the people that work in them and we try and make sure that they are absolutely loving what they do and they're the best at their job and um, that the people that come into them also are having a great time. So that's probably the easy way to explain it. That's a great way. I'm yeah. so yeah. good. <laughs> you sold it to me. Brilliant. <laughs> I've got the job. Listening. I've got the job now. <laughs> <laughs> That's my CV, that is what the jobs I can it do. It is interesting though, isn't it? Because right. I think I spend quite a lot of time as well, because I'm away working quite a lot. I also tell my kids that it's really important that I go to work for me, because sometimes they're like, oh, you're going away. And I say, well, yeah, because I love my job. So yeah. why wouldn't I do that, you know? And convincing them that, you know, you can have a job that you really love, and that's just as important part of life as anything yeah. else. It's big, big responsibility for me as a mum, mm. I think. So. That's a good lesson for them as well. Definitely. I like that, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Brilliant. So... Bit of a two-prong kind of question okay. here. What was your very first job and how did you end up working in hospitality? Uh, I think I sort of always loved working in hospitality. I was trying to remember into the distant past the first <laughs> ever job. Um, but actually, my first ever job was as a, like a weekend cleaner in a restaurant. Yeah. Um, and Saturday and Sunday mornings cleaning the restaurant. And it was literally two minutes walk away from our house. It, we, we grew up in our household with quite a strong work ethic, so I was probably... Literally, it's probably my 14th birthday, I suspect, when my parents said, oh, yeah, go and work there. And my sister is a year younger than me, so again, when she was wanted a job, she came and worked there as well. And we worked there on and off for a few years and ended up doing you know, a few kitchen shifts and a bit of bar stocking and all this kind of thing. Quite a formidable team here, my sister. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was a cleaner in a restaurant was my first job. 
and what was it? How did oh, but why hospitality? Yeah, why hospitality? So then, when I was at uni, um, I studied psychology and anthropology at oh, uni, wow. um, and I worked in bars all the way through. Mm. I'd like to say that was because it funded my rent and my studies, but. Let's be fair. Funded my weekend lifestyle, um, so I worked in bars all the way through, and then I loved it in Swansea. I lived really near the beach, and I really loved nice. my time at uni there. Ooh. And I didn't want to leave the. I didn't want to leave Swansea. And then a Mitchells and Butler's assistant manager job came up in a student pub in Swansea, so I applied for it and got it. And yeah, worked there for about a year as an assistant manager, and then a job came up in the openings team um, at the time. So I then became a pre-opening trainer. I feel like we all have oh, very similar yes. stories. <laughs> it's, 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 like, it's like looking in a mirror, isn't it? Sometimes, but, but I think that's quite a popular thing because I was exactly the same. I started in at university. I'm going to get a job in a pub. I'm going to pay my rent and yeah. pay my bills and everything. And it just funded the beer that I put back into the pub that, <laughs> yeah, I, that I worked in. Yeah, pretty generous of you, Mark, to do that. <laughs> I'm all part, so I do. <laughs> so that kind of leads us on to, the, to another question. What did you want to do when you were little? Ah, oh, but really clearly, I absolutely 100% wanted to be a journalist. Oh, I really I wanted to be a yeah. journalist. And um, when I was little, our local paper, big shout out to the Exmouth Journal, had like a sort of kids' corner page, you know, as mm. these papers do. And I used to write for kids' corner, oh, yeah, which amazing. was brilliant. It was so good. I mean, I was probably nine or ten and I loved it. And the brilliant editor of the paper was so good. She would kind of let me write about any old stuff, really, school sports day and, you know, that kind of thing. And I really, really wanted to do it. Um, I was going to go to um, uni to study journalism and then I went travelling before I went to uni and when I came back I realised I wanted to do something with a big world view which is why I did psychology Mm. and anthropology instead. Okay, so so going a bit more into your job now, Sal, so what is it that you love about the industry of hospitality? That's a good question, isn't it? And I really do love it. I think probably it's one of the only industries where the whole industry is is just about people. So it doesn't really matter whether or not it's your guest or your team. There really is there's not a lot in between, you know. I mean, obviously there's product. Probably if there's a marketeer sat here, I might get into trouble about that. But um, in, in the grand scheme of things, it's a total people business from end to end. And I think that's probably what I really love about it. And I also think we kind of really underestimate the importance of... I don't know, creating these great social experiences for people. I think mm-hmm. we underestimate that. I mean, I know yeah. it's not brain surgery or rocket science, but actually, you know, everyone's so busy, aren't they now? Everyone's got this sort of like really fast-paced, busy life. Yeah. And actually having that ability to create these really brilliant places, people still need to go and meet up with each other. However many swipe rights or lefts they're still doing, <laughs> they still need to go somewhere to meet. And I do think there is that bit about just being responsible for those social occasions, which is really exciting. I think, mm-hmm. you know, that's probably why I love it. Yeah. And it's ingrained in British culture as well, is it? Yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, that's what I fell in love with, Bob's because something I didn't really experience when I moved here. So I was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. And I think it has so much heart to it. Definitely. And for people yeah. that work in it, I think it's such a personality based business, yeah. isn't it? It's that, mm-hmm. yeah. that people have that huge passion and pride for the business they work in. And I'm not sure there's many other industries where you can get that same feeling about yeah, what absolutely. you're doing. Yeah. Definitely. Great. I love that. Cool. So, uh, what's the most interesting thing that's ever happened to you in your kind of like career <laughs> in the hospitality? Or something cool? Well, yeah, like an interesting, oh, funny. interesting experience oh, okay. that you've had. Not maybe the most, but just something interesting. That's an happened. interesting or a cool experience. 
I'm not, I don't know, I might have to think again about cool. I'm not sure mm. I've had those cool experiences. <laughs> Interesting experience, let me think. So this is probably a bit, um, show, well, it is totally showing my age, but when I was first an assistant manager, it was when the Euro 96 um, football tournament was on, mm-hmm. where um, England bombed out in quite impressive style in the semi-finals. <laughs> um, and I was working as assistant manager at the time, and the pub had been totally full and everybody very excited. And then the minute that that happened, it was totally full of grown men sobbing their eyes out. Oh, <laughs> and I was like 20, a 23-year-old oh. assistant manager, really did not know what to do with that at all. You're just hugging all these men, are yeah, you gonna no, be okay? It's okay, it's okay. You know, desperately trying you know, to make sure that everybody felt that was obviously clearly very important to them, even if it wasn't 100% important to me. So yeah, it's a long time ago, but clearly that's stuck in my oh, memory as being one of those uh, one of those things that's been um, it's been really important not necessarily very cool but, um, but yeah. quite an image to think about quite an image. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see it though in my head I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think that must be replicated so many times don't you where there were like over the years where people just felt that sort of huge emotion I guess going back to the previous question about how important it is to have these places yeah. where people yeah. get together and those kind of things I'm trying to think about cool stuff I suppose the other thing that I think is that Again, when I was younger, having worked in bars, I, I took my bar skills with me when I went travelling. I did quite a lot of travelling when I was younger. And that is probably one of the cool things that I think is brilliant, again, about as an industry. You know, yeah. I've always worked in bars in other countries um, because that's quite a good Such job a transferable to skill, so, isn't it? For yeah. Skill, though, isn't yeah. it? You always see people asking for bar, t- bar people, bar teams, yeah. and it is such a huge skill to Definitely. have because it can take you anywhere yeah. I think it opens a lot of doors yeah, doesn't it really does I mean I love my English behind the bar let's be honest yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> yeah. a lot of people in city division as a whole they've actually yeah. used the opportunity of coming into our pubs and bars to yeah. actually improve the English yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. And, immediate, and also if you're in a different country you've immediately got a kind of social circle haven't yeah, you when you work in bars definitely. So I've definitely stayed away travelling longer than I probably should have because I had a job and had the money to stay away longer mm. so yeah mm. that's probably it's amazing. Good I think no. even on like guess what so even if people haven't worked in a pub they've had or a bar or a restaurant everyone has had a bar or a pub experience Mm. or a restaurant experience so it kind of like brings you all back together again you You talk about those experiences everybody wants to talk about an experience they've had in a bar or restaurant and we come at it from a very different uh, point of view and everyone always wants to hear those stories about you know, guests that you've had yeah, yeah. or anyone famous you've served no. on the bar. I wish I had served someone famous. I don't think I ever have, actually. I have a good one. Oh, go, go, yeah. one Channing Tatum. Oh. oh! I used to work in Soho, so that's my th- claim to fame forever. I forgot that's his actual really name, good. but Jon Snow. Nice. What's his name? I can't remember. Oh, no, Kit, Kit <laughs> Harrington. Okay, Harrington. Okay, the newsreader, yeah. the guy from Game of Thrones. <laughs> I didn't. I was. Oh yeah. <laughs> you got a cool version. I wasn't, okay. I wasn't watching Game of Thrones at the time, and all the team were like going crazy on the bar, and I was like, "Oh, chill out." And now I look back, I'm like, "Oh my god, he was in the bar, and I didn't speak to him." Oh. But yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. Have you got a cool one? I've got no cool ones at all. <laughs> literally, because when I used to work down by Tower Bridge, we used to have. There was a woman that was on Big Brother and a glamour that lived upstairs, so she, so she used to come in. I can't remember, I can't remember her name for life me. And then when I was near London Bridge, we'd sometimes get some people coming in, but I'm really bad with, with the names. Get yeah. near there. No, actually, actually, when I was at Bishopsgate, we had Fergie came in. Which one? Uh, not the Black Eyed Peas one, the actual <laughs> one. So, so, so 
so she came in, I think, <laughs> with, her, cool with her financial advisor or something. So, <laughs> oh, wow. But then she went to sit, sit upstairs for like a bit of a, a quiet chat and she ordered a Vulcan lemonade. I remember this now. But I like, so I hid behind <laughs> so you the. You said you had a really bad memory. I know, I know, but because it just popped into my head. I remember because I, I walked behind the, the past of the kitchen, she went to open yeah. kitchen. I was there with, with my phone taking photos of her, like from behind the apartment, uh, <laughs> sent to the rest of the managers. I wasn't going, go, we've got royalty in, in our site. Anyway. And we've learned that you're a stalker as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's really <laughs> awkward. <laughs> oh, okay, but that was Let's move on. Let's move Let's on to the next question. So, what would you say that you were most proud of? What was doing one of your. In my career? Yeah. yeah. I suppose uh, I was thinking about this in terms of you know the different things that I've done I suppose and there's, there's two I guess really one's from a few years ago about five years ago and I won a business award for um, using my people-based business skills to help um, a childcare charity set up so um, I was involved with them for about three years so I went through the whole charity setup it was things like you know contracts and making sure that we recruited the best people and all of those kind of skills that they didn't have within the charity that I took in there um, and so sort of kind of volunteering on that basis I was with them for three years and they became a really successful charity in their local community which is great great for them great for me because I won a business award for it so I was very <laughs> proud of that at the time but actually really yeah. proud of it because it was just something that felt like I'd been able to use my skills in a completely non-related business back to transferable yeah, skills yeah. I guess but um, yeah and help somebody do something they wouldn't have otherwise been able to do so that's one. And I have to say, you know, so I'm sitting here with three of my lovely team, but I, I absolutely, so yeah, but I couldn't be more proud of our team this year. I just think it's absolutely yeah. amazing. We had such a, you know, such an amazing year. I think just us all working together and just achieving some amazing results across the whole of City Division was just incredible. Massive. And I think, you know, that's testament to all of my team. So yeah, couldn't be more proud, couldn't be enjoying life more oh, at work. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> really. So obviously work's a, a, a massive passion for yeah. you and you work super hard, but when you're not working, what do you enjoy doing outside? Well, I have four kids, yes, so um, that probably is what I do outside work, <laughs> keep, keep busy with my children, um, which is great. I mean, I again, it's, it works brilliantly for me to be able to do, you know, manage... Um, having a brilliant job like this and also having a big family at home but probably what I do when I'm not at work is I am um, social coordinator for my four children ferrying <laughs> around social calendars <laughs> yeah. around so my small ones are nine and eight so they tend to be off on kids parties and things and my big ones are 14 and 13 so they're all uh, for rugby and drama and all of that kind of thing so I spend quite a lot of time doing that but I love that when I'm at home it's all about my family for me mum's taxi service mum's taxis yeah, yeah. Uber yeah. Mum. Start, sh- start charging Uber them at some point yeah. that's, that's, that's a new business idea yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome like that um, okay so almost going a little bit, little bit deeper now okay. so what's been I think, your biggest lesson learned um, biggest lesson learned I guess you could kind of apply that to kind of work in general and hospitality yeah. or anything really. I think probably all the way through what I've done, and I, I have, I was in Mitchells and Butlers for ten years, and then I left for ten years, and then I've been back for nearly two years, year and a half. Um, so I've done a whole load of things, I think, in my career. 
And I think probably the biggest thing I've learned is that it is possible to do what you want to do mm-hmm. and it is possible to get where you want to want to go, mm. but you have to work really hard to do it. Yeah. So it's, and I think it's, you know, I think it is a good lesson when I think back to all the things I've done, I'm really proud of them all, but it, it's not without a lot of graft. And I think if you're prepared to put that in, you, you literally yeah. can do what, you know, you make your own opportunity, don't you? And I think if you can do that and you know, you're really passionate about the things that you do, you can get there. But I, I, I really believe it doesn't all land in your lap on a plate. No, it's not what just given to you. I love that because I think life is so fast right now and we mm. expect results instantly. Yeah. It's so comforting sometimes to know actually it might take you 10 years to get where you want yeah, to be yeah. and it's yeah. normal and it's fine and it should be that way. Definitely. And yeah. things will be quick. Like, times will be quick and you'll get some things will happen much quicker than others and that and that's actually absolutely yeah. fine yeah. for that to happen and you might be waiting six seven years to get that next mm. role or that next thing that you want to happen but that's fine it doesn't just get given to you you yeah. have to mm. work for it you can get what you want yeah because they say if you want something you can get it yeah mm-hmm. but there's a lot you of stuff that kind of yeah. underpins it's that. a cliche but it's absolutely right you know if you kind of put the, the work in you've got those kind of behaviors and stuff then you can absolutely get it yeah but you. And I think also we have to assume that there will also be times in your life where other things are going on and you don't want to be push, push, pushing yeah. your career all the time. And you know what? That's fine too. You know, yeah. we don't need to be always trying to do more and more and more and more all the time. But we just need to know if you want it, you've probably got to work for it. Mm. And sometimes you it. won't know. I know. No. Like a lot of time, people ask me, "What do you What do you want to achieve in in like next twenty years?" And yeah. I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> I don't know what the next job. I'm just enjoying. I'm just enjoying what I'm doing right yeah. now. So I'm quite happy, just loving what I'm doing and doing it. Hopefully, doing it really well. So actually, I'm not really thinking about that. I'm sure when it comes to it, I will think. Oh, actually, yeah, those are the things that I want to do. But yeah. I'm quite happy just doing what I am doing. Yeah. And that's amazing. And doing it really well. Yeah. And that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah, no pressure. Yeah. But you got some people that are hungry for it and they want that next thing, that next thing, that next thing, yeah. that next thing. But and and that's fine as well. Yeah. But yeah. doing what you do and doing it well. Good. Nice and meet a very young version of yourself what advice would you give them a very young version like child or just no, something maybe a teenager yeah what advice would I give them I think um, I probably would go back to that sort of time kind of sort of leaving school maybe going to uni that kind of time then kind of when you're in your late teenage years I think that's always a time where people are constantly saying to you, so what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What, what are you going to be when you grow up? You know, I'm still wondering that now, but I think it's one of those things where there's sort of quite a lot of pressure to know what you're going to do with the rest of your life. So I think probably my advice would be um, be you and don't feel that you've got to take everybody's advice or opinions on board. Do what you think is right for you. Yeah. Um, and yeah, be yourself. Don't worry so much about what other people think or what other people think you should be doing all the time. Um, and have a bit of bit of confidence. And at that point, I think in lots of people's lives, it's not always easy to have that self confidence because mm-hmm. there's so many things coming at you from outside influences. So twenty twenty hindsight is a wonderful thing, yeah. isn't it? But uh, at the time, if I could go back, I probably would say that: be yourself and do what you want, rather than what everybody's thinking that you ought to be doing. Perfect. Sally, what projects are you currently kind of working on that you're super excited about at the moment? Oh, there's loads going on this year. Absolutely excited about this year to come. I think the big thing um, for me this year in terms of, I suppose it's more kind of uh, people strategy, I guess, rather than specific projects. But I think the big thing for us this year is just to really think about 
how we work that learning mindset really into the whole of the division at every level, you know, mm. I and mean, it's everybody's got the opportunity to do that and really building a learning culture in the business. And I think one of the things for me is that I, I personally, I see um, that kind of learning and development bit as being just as much about personal development as it is about professional. So yeah. it doesn't always have to be about the kind of the, the tick box exercise or the, you know, the piece of paper that you have to send in somewhere. I think lots of it is just about how you develop personally. And I think we've got so many opportunities to do that. And um, I think that's what's exciting. I think if we were starting from scratch going, let's build a learning mindset in an organisation that hasn't really got the tools, <laughs> it would be really hard. Step one, do yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, but we've got so much and I think it's kind of building the awareness of that and encouraging people to get more involved I think we've got loads of um, M&B tools but the apprentice the apprentices piece for me is again really important and I really want to encourage more people to get involved in that because it's just a fantastic way to get qualifications why why do you think apprenticeships are so good I just think it's a I mean they're nationally recognized qualifications Mm -hmm. which is amazing they run completely alongside our learning journeys within the business which is also brilliant so you're not trying to do two wildly different things at the same time they're really business focused and I think, you know, actually you can do the work while you're at work earning money and you get the qualification. You haven't got to, you know, they're completely funded by our business as well. And actually, you know, my experience throughout my career, if you can have an opportunity for to learn and develop or get qualifications, something for your CV or something for your wall, whatever you choose to do there, and somebody else is going to pay for that for you, then yeah. then why wouldn't you do it? Yeah, I agree. Well, I think, I think you're else. doing one, you're, sorry now, because you're, you're doing one, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, you're, I am, you're yeah, really enjoying it. HR level, and it's amazing. Mm. I just feel like it's changing me as a person mm. all the time, Brilliant. just because you learn so much, stuff yeah. that... Just that giving a bit of a helicopter view. Yeah. yeah. What we do. Yeah. I was I think really there's a, a real stigma around mm. apprenticeships that you're going to get a pay cut. You can't do it because you've got a degree or you've got some level of learning before, and actually it's going to take up loads of your time. And it's yeah. not. It's not true in our case um, in in the industry. So you're doing the work. You might as well get the. Qualification for yeah. it. That's how I see it. And yeah. um, so they're so well supported. I think as well. You know, I mean, I don't know what it's like in other organisations, but the people that are on them will say, you know, they've had loads of support from our apprenticeship partners or from us lot mm-hmm. that work in the business, mm-hmm. making sure they're going okay. So I think it's it, you're not kind of signing up for something that you're then going to be left on your own to do. No, I yeah. think it's just yeah. really worth it. It's uh, we've just got more and more opportunities there with those. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just have one more question to dial yeah. in. So you mentioned learning mindset a few times. Yeah. I just want to dial into that a little bit. What do you mean by that? Sure. I mean I think it's one that people might have come across that when we've been talking about some of the new development catch-ups and the way that we're talking to people in the business about how they're getting on and for me that learning mindset is just being really open to try new things learn new things it's gonna I suppose in the the science behind it says it's the difference between a learning or open mindset and a fixed mindset where you do something you learn how to do that particular job and that's that's what you do. Mm. Uh, whereas having the learning mindset is just being open to new ideas, Seeking and that might be, out a yeah, bit, and it, it yeah. might be that your learning mindset means that when you're working with somebody else, that you have a bit of a chat to them about what they do brilliantly mm-hmm. on their job. Yeah. Or it might be that you sit down and you have a catch up with your line manager and say, "What else could I be doing that might help me do my job better or move to the next level?" Mm. It's nothing. Mm. It's not designed. You know, learning mindset is just a way that we all think. It's not a yeah. new initiative or anything. But I think we yeah. could promote that more just by encouraging people to see the opportunities that we've got for them in the business. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you. I love that. Cool. 
So just one more question, actually, that, that was quite a nice thing to kind of end it on, but um, yeah. if anybody wants to kind of c- connect w- with you, for example, you know, um, a bit of a chat about something, yeah. it, what's the best way to do it? Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, Instagram, emails? Like... Yeah, I mean, all, all the above, all I guess. All the above. <laughs> <laughs> well, every yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm on LinkedIn, so yeah, come find me on there. That's always a good, a good place mm. to, to go on. I tend not to use Facebook loads. I do use it for business and I'll post outwards, but I don't always pick up loads mm-hmm. on Facebook or email is all fine as well so um, you know I'm always really happy to hear from people that want to get in touch and find out a bit more about what I do what my team does or what they could do more in their in their jobs amazing awesome and we'll uh, we'll, we'll, we'll pop those details in, yeah, the, in, the, in the podcast as well if people want to do that so uh, awesome thank, thank you Sally no thank problem. you so much Sally thank you. it was a pleasure thank you. bye bye, bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave a review and subscribe so you don't miss our new episodes. And don't forget, you can follow us and get in touch on Instagram at City Divisions Podcast. And feel free to chat to us, suggest some new guests, or maybe you've got a great question that we could ask one of our guests. You can also find us all on our own Instagram pages. The links are below.